Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Hello and welcome back. It's Dr. Kathy Hunter with the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Hello out there. It is getting a little chilly and windy over in Southern California. Let's see, today it was 60-something mild winds. I had a beanie, long pants, long shirt, and a little fake furry vest on. (laughs) But I was comfortable. That's what matters. Anyway, wherever you are, I hope you are keeping warm. Or if you're somewhere on the other side of the equator, I hope you're keeping uh, cool. I wanted to talk today about about something called a decision tree. And it's really about making decisions and also simplifying making decisions. That is definitely something I am learning as I get older is that I just want no drama. I just want simple life, simple decisions. As we all know, life comes at you. It will punch you in the face. We know all that. But in general, I want a nice smooth life. And I think part of that is approaching life and decisions and challenges and obstacles with a more logic mind versus emotional mind. And that is definitely one thing I have felt as I get older now is that you seem to be a lot more calmer and you learn a lot from your quote unquote mistakes and experiences. So when you approach these decisions and things like that, if you look at it in more of a logical sequence, it's easier to make a decision and typically make the right decision. And I've always been fascinated by decision trees. I can recall back when I was in college, my undergraduate studies at Rutgers College, shout out Rutgers College in New Jersey, New Brunswick, and all my old friends from there, shout out to Mark, Lauren, and Laura, if you're listening out there, hi. And I remember when we were in college and my roommates, Laura and Lauren, yes, two different people, they were in the business program, economics program, and eventually I went into economics. I did not stay in economics, but I switched my major for a while, but I believe I had the class. I could be mistaken, but I know they had the class because we all actually shared a room (laughs) for a while in a house with, oh gosh, I think it was eight girls, something crazy like that. Don't do that. Anyway, that's a lot of women in one space. Fun though. So we would always know what each other was studying and what our classes were like, and we would always talk about the day. And this class was called Logic, and I don't know if that's what it's called anymore. And remember, I graduated undergraduate school in 1992, so things have changed quite a bit. But this class Logic, it was about decision trees. And of course, it was a more complex type of decision, but basically breaking down decisions into sort of, if you will, diagrams or algorithms to be able to break a decision out to the possible outcomes and the different decisions you make within that decision tree to get you to different places. It's actually very fascinating. I guess just very fascinating to me because if you think about it, that's how you make every decision. Now, I'm not saying you sit down with a piece of paper 
and write out all this logic <laughs> and all these actual decision trees, you know, like, do I take the job in a circle and then an arrow down, uh, arrow to the left? Yes. Arrow to the right? No. And then if you say yes, you have all these other branches that go off and over to the right? No. All these other branches go off of other possibilities. And Mr. Google says a decision tree is a diagram that shows the possible outcomes of a series of choices. It's a tree-like structure that represents a series of decisions and their possible consequences. I like that very simple way to put it. And it says decision trees are used to compare actions, weigh possible actions against one another based on their costs, probabilities, and benefits, determine the best course of action, compare all of the possible consequences of making a set of decisions, solve issues, provide the best beneficial option, or a combination of alternatives. Again, very logical, very nice methodical way to make a decision and I think for me again since really making any decision any of us we're really doing this in real time in our minds very quickly lightning fast again not I highly doubt most of us sit down and <laughs> actually write it out but you know in a way when you write a, a pro and con list if you're trying to make a decision that's not exactly a decision tree but that's in the same realm right but we don't do that for everything you know you could have a very simple decision okay, I'm getting in my car today. I have to go shopping. That was me this morning. Do I go to Kohl's first? Do I go to Target second? I have to drop off a birthday present. Shout out to Mike Jackson. Happy birthday. I have to walk my dog. Which way do I go? Consequences of each, right? That's a very simple, logical decision. But where this kind of re- surfaced in my mind, meaning an actual like write things down and see a decision was about drinking alcohol. And again, not that most of us or myself, when you are drinking, you actually write out a decision tree before you go out <laughs> for the night or a party or something. But that's what really happens. And I think it just hit me how impactful, let's say that type of decision can be. For instance, okay, going out to dinner. Uh, yes. Okay. Will I have a drink? Meaning alcohol. Okay. Yes. Then one side of the decision tree. Do I just have one drink? Yes. Okay. Stop. Drink water. Wait over an hour. Drive home. Or have a drink. Yes. Have another. Yes. Okay. Drink water. Have coffee. Have someone drive me home and or wait three hours and et cetera, et cetera. And of course, you could keep going on that decision tree. You know, you're at a party, say you're not driving. Okay, drink three drinks, have a shot. <laughs> Somebody has you do that. Oh my God, we were at our friend's house the other day. They were doing a shot ski. I don't know if you know what that is. It's basically a ski, like a ski you ski down the mountain with, with shot glasses on the top. And a shot goes in each shot glass and three to five people all hold the ski with the shot glasses to their lips, whatever your ski, how many it allows. And on the count of three, you all lift up the ski, the shot ski and take a shot. <laughs> I did not have it, but I have had it in the past. <laughs> so anyway, you're at this party, say you drink much more than you are going to drive. So then now that decision tree gets even more complex. Okay. 
had too much alcohol, will not drive. Who is driving me home? Is it my husband? Is it a friend? Is it whatever? Then since you had this, when you come home, a lot of alcohol, make sure you're drinking water, maybe electrolytes, maybe uh, an ibuprofen before you go to bed. You know, another part of the decision tree, wake up in the morning. Do I feel like crap? I'm going to do this, this, and this. Now the other side, no, I don't feel so bad, and et cetera, and et cetera. And like I said, this really came to mind when I stopped drinking alcohol because most of these decisions are quick. They happen in your brain. You don't really think about this whole decision tree. But what I noticed when I stopped drinking alcohol is that this whole side of this decision tree, meaning let's say I'm going out to dinner. Okay, go out to dinner. Yes. Where am I going? You know, this Italian place. Yes. Okay. Am I going to have a drink? Yes or no? Well, now every time that answer is no, because I don't drink alcohol anymore. So by saying no and going, let's say, to the right on this imaginary would-be decision tree, all those other decisions that would have come from the, yes, I'm having a drink. Am I having another? Am I having too much? As someone driving home, if I'm driving, and et cetera, et cetera, all those decisions go away. And that was really impactful for me because like I started the podcast today, I'm really enjoying simplifying things and least amount of stress possible. So now by not drinking alcohol, I just dropped off this whole other thing that my brain does not have to digest. I literally don't have to think about any of that. And that's one thing I've really found fun, believe it or not, about not <laughs> drinking alcohol is that my brain has been freed up with a lot of space of thinking and not in a bad way, in a good way, because it's not so busy thinking about these other things where before I never really thought about it like that. And it's really interesting. And again, I am a nerd, so this is perfect for me. But think about it in your own life. Now, it doesn't have to be alcohol, but if you do, do, if you do drink, think about that. Because again, most of it is unconscious. You're making that whole decision tree without really thinking, oh my God, if I wrote this out, this is quite complex. So now that I've completely eliminated that, my brain feels freer. My brain feels light. And I didn't even know that before. So talk about another benefit. But you can use that really in anything that you want a little bit more simplicity or freedom in your life. Let's give another example. Let's say you do not eat sweets or desserts or anything with sugar, sugar in it. If you just literally, okay, the decision tree, am I going to have dessert? Yes or no? If it's no, most of the time, then that yes decision branch where you'd say, okay, yes, am I having a full slice of cake? No, I'm going to have half. Okay. Am I going to do more exercise tomorrow? Et cetera, et cetera. If you just said no, all that goes away. And it's really magical how much your brain is liberated and you're really almost attaining freedom that you never thought you could get. And I find this obviously very fascinating. So think about it in your own life. And again, it doesn't have to be just a decision about alcohol or sweets or desserts, which I love. But 
again, it is a decision tree because if you eat too much of it, we all know what happens. And I don't want to be super heavy or have diabetes. So (laughs) that decision tree is usually pretty quick, um, pretty controlled. But think about it in your own life, how you can apply that to whatever you're trying to make a decision. And the more you can, I guess, say no is a way or just eliminate the choice that's going to extend to more of these decision branches, the more simple the actual outcome, and it's going to be a better outcome for you and free up your brain. So I hope you chew on that, (laughs) no pun intended, and I hope you enjoy decision trees. And maybe I brought you back to a college class or perhaps a high school class that you took before. So you're welcome. (laughs) Anyway, I hope that's fun. Think about it in your own life. And it's all about living your best life and being simple and enjoying yourself and enjoy that brain freedom. So until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the five degrees to your future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode. And please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.